Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Well, come on, put your hands together for the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Psalm 121, David said, I will lift up my eyes onto the hills, whence cometh my help. This morning, we want to see our help comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. How many agree that your help comes from the Lord? Wonderful. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. We believe that our help comes from the Lord. Come on. Our help. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Come on, sing it. Our help is in the name of the Lord. For the Lord our God is mighty. Our help. Come on, sing our help. Seems to surround us. My help is in the name of the Lord. When our enemies try to confound us, my help is in the name of the Lord. Come on, God is good, the perfect, and His never fails yet. My help, sing my help. Help us in the name of the Lord. Help us in the name of the Lord. For the Lord, for the Lord, our God is mighty. Come on, sing a help. Sing a help. Sing a help. Sing the name of the Lord. His name is Jesus. He's the rock of our salvation. Jesus is a lifter of our head. Jesus, I hope a tribulation. Jesus, He's the only God we serve. Jesus, He's the rock of our salvation. Jesus, He's a lifter of our head. Jesus, He's a hope and tribulation. Praise of this glory king, mighty God is he. Sing a help, sing a sing the name of the Lord. I help us in the name of the sing the name of the Lord. help us in the name of the Lord. For the Lord, for the Lord God is Come on, sing a help. Sing a help, sing a help, help us in the name of the Lord. 
We have a gentleman who has a testimony. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. This young man is Brother James, James Boydo. Where is he? Put your hands together for James, who has a testimony of how God's help helped him. Please clap for him and encourage him as he comes quickly. All right. I want to thank God for this opportunity and then thank Bishop Dark for the prayers he has been praying for us. I thank our bishops in the house for their guidance and their prayers as well. I want to share this testimony. It's in line with the prayers and fasting we've been having. Just this Friday, as I was coming back from work to the prayer meeting, the bus I boarded from Ashaman to this place, we were coming and to negotiate and then join the Ashaman tow booth then towards the motorway, before the car could negotiate the curve, there was this van that crossed our bus. So we went the bus and was like, what kind of driving is this? And then all of a sudden, what we could see was a trailer also negotiating a curve at a height of, and then it just somersaulted and fell on the road. And we were all shocked because hadn't been for the van that crossed us, our bus would have gone and then this trailer would have ran into us or somersaulted into our bus. Amen. But I believe the prayers we've been praying is what is covering us. And the prayers that our bishop has been praying for us is covering us. The fasting as well is also covering us. I want to encourage everyone here to get involved in this prayer and fasting. It will be a blessing to you. Amen. Amen. Oh, church, why don't you stand to your feet? Why don't you stand to your feet? This morning, God has a word for you. Hallelujah. It's a word of greatness. It's a word of greatness. Please help me welcome Bishop Eddie Fabian. You are God. Every word of worship with one
every praise is to our God. He has made us who we are. Amen. And he has blessed us and kept us up till now. And uh, we are blessed to be here. Another beautiful Sunday morning. The Lord has brought us. Every praise is to our God. Hallelujah. We're so blessed to be here today. And I believe that the Lord is going to help us. Amen. To be a great blessing. Amen. Well, we want to take our memory verse for today before we take our seats. Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19. Okay, can we take it together? Ready, go. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. Is it a good verse? Okay, let's take it again. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life both thou and thy seed may live. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. Do you think you have it all one more time? Okay. Let's take it one more time. Ready, go. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. Okay, I'm short now. Can it work? It can work. Let's force it. All right, so take it off. Let's take it. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. I have against you, set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. Put your hands together for yourselves. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day. Another time in your presence. Thank you, O God. Your word says, blessed is the man whom you choose and cause to approach you. You said we shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house. We feel so blessed to be here today. Satisfy us with your goodness today. May no one live here the same, O God. May we experience of your goodness. We thank you. We bless you. Let the discouraged be encouraged today. Let the sorrowful have joy today. Let the weak say, I am strong today. In the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. 
in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Well, we've had a good day today. We had the first service. Um, we talked about the anointing of Isaac. Hallelujah. And then in the second service, we talked about the anointing of Saul. I want to encourage you, if you can get the messages and listen to them, it will be a blessing. You see, uh, God is so big, we cannot confine God to just one set of seven steps. You know, because the impartation of the anointing occurs in different ways. It's not just one way. Different ways God imparts his blessings into the lives of people. So, if we're going to limit God to just one way, I think that we'll miss a lot. We'll miss a lot. So, that's why this book, Steps to the Anointing, is not just one set of seven steps, but so many of them. Some are three, some are seven. We even have one step. You know, they are all in the book. So, I want to encourage you, go through the book. That's why we are praying every day one chapter. Every day one chapter. One chapter a day. Because one day one chapter. Because there are different ways. And uh, we thank God that all these things have been documented for us. We thank God for the life of Bishop Dag. He's put them together for us. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you, get a copy of the book. I'm going to preach from one of the chapters. So, amen. All right. So, I want to preach from chapter 15, the anointing of the prophet Isaiah. Hallelujah. It's a blessing. Amen. Now, I believe that God wants to put his power on us. Amen. There are two sides. You know, when we talk about the anointing, there are two sides of the Holy Spirit. There is the person of the Holy Spirit, and then there is the power of the Holy Spirit. So, these two sides operate. When somebody gives his life to Christ, the person of the Holy Spirit comes into you. So he comes, he teaches you how to walk, how to pray, all the things you need to know as a Christian. He comes to teach you those things. Are you there? But God doesn't want you to end there. He wants you to move to the next level where the power also begins to operate in your life. Are you getting it? I was telling some people the other day that I always liken it to pregnancy. So because there are certain terms that the Bible uses when you talk about the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. The Spirit of the Lord is in you. The Spirit of the Lord is with you. Because all these things describe the different ways that the Holy Spirit operates. So he can be upon you. You know, upon a man. And his wife, there's uh, an upon, you know. I'm sure they are grown ups here, so you understand. Upon, you know. And then he's in you, you know. And then, (laughs) 
Antibami, I'm sorry if that's... Uh, <laughs> and he's with you. You see, so there's a time he's in you. You see, like when a woman is pregnant, there is something inside of her that is working. And it affects the way she behaves. You see them today, I don't want this. Tomorrow, I want this. I want to eat katawadiya so rice. I want to eat, I mean, so many things. It was happy. Oh. <laughs> it's in you. You see, so something on the inside begins to work on the outside. And that's the way you behave. In fact, when you read the Bible, and uh, the Bible talks about the spirit of the Lord that was upon Jesus. Is it the spirit of wisdom, spirit of counsel, spirit of might? Is it when the Holy Spirit is there, he just takes you through all these things. And then also, with time, the Bible says that he will be with you. Because when a woman now gives birth, the baby grows. And then she gives birth to the baby. Then the baby comes out. And the baby is now with her. So with time, you see that the baby grows and now begins to do things for the mother. So now the Holy Ghost is now working for you. That is how the Holy Ghost works in us. I'm sure if you've gone to class today, you will understand how the Holy Spirit operates. So we need to understand that God wants us to move to the next stage of the Holy Spirit being upon us or the Holy Spirit working through us. Hallelujah. So the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 61, and um, if you have the book, see it. If you don't have it, you can read. Isaiah said in verse 1, he said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Amen. You see, the, the spirit that is upon you determines how your life is. But the question we want to ask is that, what spirit is upon you? Because you see people behave and act in a certain way. It is because of the spirit that is upon them. There are different spirits. Isaiah says that the spirit of the Lord is what is upon me. But my question is, what spirit is upon you? Because there are different spirits. There are evil spirits that come upon people. Sometimes you see people behave in a certain way. You wonder why. It's because of the spirit that is upon them. When you read Rick Joyner's book, I think it's the call also, one of them. He talks about uh, Christians that were in a battle. But he said that demons were riding the Christians. They were on top of them. So they were vomiting things on them. Accusations, things, so many things. You know, so they walk around people feeling down, feeling they are nobodies and all that because a demon is riding you and vomiting something on you and telling you that you are a nobody. And so you are walking in town and saying, oh, I'm a nobody. I'm a nobody. I'm... It's because of the spirit that is riding you. But you see, there can be another spirit on you that will make you see yourself in another way. I don't know whether I'm speaking to somebody here. So there is a spirit which is the spirit of the Lord. It's the spirit that leads you into greatness. And that is why this year, 
you must decide that you will want the Holy Spirit to be on you. Because the prayer we have been praying, all we are saying, Lord, let your spirit come upon us. We want other spirits to go away from us so that the Holy Spirit can come and rest on us and the Holy Spirit will ride on us. I'm telling you, spirit of fear can be on you. Spirit of confusion can be riding you, dictating how your life will be. When Jesus was sending the disciples to go and get the donkey on which he was going to ride into Jerusalem, one of the ways that the Bible described, it said that Jesus said, you will find a donkey on which no one has ridden. Yeah, because he realized that he needed something that had not been ridden. Yeah. So the Bible says that the donkey was standing between two ways and didn't even know where to go because nobody had ridden it. But as soon as something begins to ride the donkey, there's a direction that the thing will begin to go. So your life is in a certain direction because of who is driving and who is riding. But may Jesus be the one who is on you. Hallelujah. That is how come the donkey, immediately Jesus started riding the donkey. The donkey became different. People were putting cloth and things down for the donkey to walk upon. You see, when Jesus is the one riding you, people will put cloth down for you and you will walk over it. Hallelujah. So the question I'm asking again is, what is upon you? It's upon you. Isaiah was a prophet, so he could tell what was happening to him. He could see it. Unlike the other people like Isaac and Saul, who didn't know they were prophets, so someone was telling him what was going to happen to him. But Isaiah, he himself, his eyes were open, and he could see that the Spirit of the Lord God was upon him. I tell you that in these days as we pray, the Spirit of the Lord God will be upon you. And that is why Jesus himself, because he was also a prophet, when he went into the wilderness and he came, the Bible says that when he entered the temple and they gave him the Bible to read, the Bible says that he opened to the place where it was written, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he knew what was happening to him. I came to speak to you. This year you will know what is happening to you. I see a prophetic unction coming upon you. You will look at yourself and see what the Lord is doing with you. And you will declare that the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. When the spirit of the Lord God is upon you, he works in you and he works through you. So he makes you great. And then you also become a blessing. So there are certain things that begin to happen to you. Which is what the the prophet Isaiah saw. And he started writing them. He said the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek or to the poor. So, one of the things that will begin to happen is that first of all, you yourself, you will begin to receive good tidings. Oh, I don't know whether I'm speaking to somebody. 
some of you the whole of last year you heard only bad news but this year i prophesy and i speak over you you shall only hear good news we cancel bad news we don't want to hear any bad news this year when you receive a phone call it will not be a call that somebody has passed away or something bad has happened you will hear only good news receive it for he has anointed me to preach good news the thing is that you can't give what you don't have so when you yourself have received good news you can impart good news I declare and I forbid you from hearing bad news this year I declare you shall not hear bad news this year enough of the bad news this is the season of good news I came here as a prophet of God and I declare over you that you shall hear good news this year say I receive it good news good news News that will make you dance. News that will make you rejoice. News that will make you celebrate. In fact, by the time we are leaving here, somebody will receive a phone call and they will give you some good news. Say, I receive it. Oh, yeah. There's nothing like good news. The Bible says that how beautiful are the feet of them that bring good news. Oh, your feet are going to be beautiful. You will take good news to people. Receive it. It is a mark of greatness. When people come to you, by the time they are leaving, good news. By the time they are leaving, there is something that they receive from you. You will become a great person. People will like to congregate around you. They would like to come to you because you always have good news. Receive it. Sometimes you see some people when you get to them say, I see something about you. I see you. You are going to be this. You will die. This and that. I've heard people say that to me. They will come and they say, a, a, a man of God said this to me. That he said he saw me lying in the coffin. And I said, so why did God reveal the thing to this man of God? Is it because he should pray about it? So if God has revealed, God has revealed it so that he wants to do something about it. The enemy has meant it for evil, but God wants to turn it around for your good. So the work of this person who has seen it is to say, no way. I declare over your life that you shall live and not die. This is not your portion. This is not your destiny. God has ordained good things for you. I declare you shall live. It is the mark of greatness. That is what made made Isaiah great. Isaiah, he always has some very powerful news, good news for us. 
Anytime you read, he has this for her. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Unto you shall be born a child. He said, uh, 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 unto you a child is born. Unto you a son is given. And his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, Mighty God, the, 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 the everlasting Father, the Prince of God. And, and the government shall be upon. Oh, when you hear these things, you are excited. Arise and shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon. Oh, arise and shine. Comfort ye, my people. Comfort ye. You see, he, he has this good news that he, that he brings. You shall be a bringer of good news. I said you shall be a bringer of good news. Receive it. Because I tell you, there is enough bad news, oh. Too much bad news. Sometimes I just don't listen to the news. Because the, the things they bring, this type of CNN, they just specialize in all these negative things. When you look at it, you'll be very worried. But it's the same Isaiah who said in Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 1. He said, in the year that King Uzziah died, he said, I saw also the Lord seated on the throne. So even in the time of death, he has good news for you. He's saying that you may have lost somebody, but I came to tell you that Jesus is still on the throne. He has not forgotten you. May you receive the anointing of Isaiah. May you be a bringer of good news. May you be a preacher of good news. In the name of Jesus Christ. The good news is the gospel. Good news, gospel. That is the good news. When you preach the gospel, you are preaching good news. Yeah. That's why when you read about John the Baptist, Luke 1 15, when the Bible says that he will drink neither wine nor strong drink, and then he said, The Spirit, he'll be full of the Spirit. And verse 16 says that uh, many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord. He's somebody who preaches the gospel and turns people to the Lord. He said, He shall be great. This is how he's going to be great. He will tell people. He will preach good news to the poor. To the meek. Why the poor? Because that's the poor people who will listen. The rich, Jesus said, hardly will the rich man enter the kingdom. They, they, they won't want it. If you find a rich man in the kingdom, it means that he was poor. That when he entered, he became rich. <laughs> he went through the eye. With his richness and pomposity. No. No. That is why you shouldn't worry yourself. There are some people, they will not hear your gospel. But there are some people that God has prepared to hear your word. When they see you coming, they will be very excited. Say you have come, the bringer of good news. This is the person we want to hear today. Yeah. Sometimes rich people, they hear some of these are gospel. They don't even see it as anything. But for you, when you hear this thing, 
you will hear good news. You receive a phone call. You are excited. Rich man, he has phone call all the time. He's even tired of the phone calls. He doesn't want to hear. But I see people who are here who want to receive a phone call that after this service you wish a call will come to you to bring you some good news. Receive it in the name of Jesus. thing that will happen the bible says in isaiah chapter one he said and he has sent me to bind up the broken hearted people who are broken hearted they are dear to god god just loves them bishop says that the anointing in your life will cause your preaching and your ministry to heal broken hearted and disappointed people i tell you there are a lot of people who are disappointed Things that they are expecting didn't happen. You see, and sometimes it's not that we want to hear some steps or we want to receive whatever. We we just want God. We just want God. Sometimes God just coming upon you and, and just being with you takes away every whatever you are feeling. And all of a sudden you are okay. That is why today I feel that the presence of God is just coming upon somebody. You have been disappointed many times, but the Lord is coming to you to bind up your broken heart. Different forms of disappointment. Something you were looking for, something you were expecting. It didn't happen. You're almost giving up. But the Lord is right by your side. He's standing by you. He's healing your broken heart. He said, don't worry. Another moment is going to come again. He said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. It may look like it didn't work at this time, but hold on, I'm about to do a new work in your life. He said, the righteous may fall seven times, but he rises up again. It is not your end. He said, rejoice not over me, oh my enemy, for if I fall, I will arise. He binds up your broken heart and heals you. That brother says he wouldn't marry you. It's not a problem. Not a problem. The earth is the fault and the fullness thereof. He can locate another brother for you right now from somewhere. I see a sister receiving a brother that the Lord has located for you. Receive it in Jesus' name. Brother, you have wrapped the sister. You have given all your wraps finish and they abounds you <laughs> oh but I see somebody that God has prepared for you in the name of Jesus then he said number three still in verse one to proclaim liberty to the captives <laughs> I tell you <laughs> Liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. There are people who are bound. You have no idea. People are bound. Sometimes you don't understand why people do things. But it's because they are bound. They are like in a prison. They can't free themselves. They can't stop doing certain things. They can't stop fornicating. They can't stop the pornography. They can't stop masturbation. They can't stop all these things. Even sometimes see people stealing. They can't stop. See people depressed. They can't come out of it. 
It's a prison that the enemy puts you in. But when the spirit of the Lord, I said, when the spirit of the Lord comes upon you, he frees you from that prison. Today, anybody in any prison, prison of failure, prison of fear, prison of want, prison of poverty, prison of no progress, I declare you are coming out in the name of Jesus. Come out of that prison. That is not where God has ordained for you to be. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out from that prison. Come out from that place. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes. Oh yes. The Lord specializes in bringing people out of their prison. I remember one time Peter was put in prison. But the Bible says that an angel came to the prison. And opened the prison door. And brought Peter out. Today I see the spirit of God. The anointing of God. Coming to you. And bringing you out. You are out. It's a prison. You can't be happy. There are some people they want to commit suicide. You have suicidal tendencies. It's, it's, it has gripped you. It's only God. So he said to bind up the broken hearted, to open the prison doors. Ah. Anybody held captive, come out. Come out. And the Luke version said to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. This is the favorable year of the Lord for somebody. Oh, you didn't hear me. He said, This is the year of your favor. You have thrown in the towel, you have given up, and you said nothing good can happen again. It looks like this where I'm gonna be. Oh no, no, no. I came with good news for you. I came to tell you that the anointing is bringing you out of every prison. This is the year of God's favor for you. This is a favorable year for you. I see you receiving favor in the name of Jesus. Shout favor. Favorable year of the Lord. Favorable year of the Lord. As a favorable year of the Lord. As a favorable year of the Lord. Last year was not good. Last year was not favorable. But this year, 2017, is a favorable year. It's a favorable year. It's a favorable year. Come on, give the Lord a shout. It's a favorable year. It's a favorable year. Speak into the year and declare that this year is a favorable year. It's a year of my favor. I am walking in favor. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't know how last year was, but this year is the year we are looking at. We are in 2017. It's a favorable year. Favorable. That means it will be in your favor. I love it. (laughs) The fourth thing he said, to comfort all that mourn. To comfort them. Verse 2. To comfort them that more. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Verse 2. I've found it. Yeah. Proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. The day of vengeance of our God. To comfort them that morn. Oh. I think that is a good word for Uncle Philip today. 
The anointing of Isaiah is working in your life. When people see you, they will marvel how you are still strong and you are still moving on. But the Lord will comfort you. The Bible calls him the God of all comfort. He will comfort you. He will strengthen the entire family. God will comfort you. Yeah. I remember when my mother passed away. One day I was in the bathroom. My brother, he came. He saw me. He said, he said, I don't know how you are able to handle this thing. But it's not easy for me. I remember I quoted that scripture. Bible says, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. Blessed be the God of all comfort. Who comforted us in our tribulation with the comfort wherewith we are able to comfort other people. Yeah. And I told him, it's the Holy Ghost who has comforted me. If you allow him, he will comfort you too. I remember that day I prayed with him to give his life to Christ. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit, he's a comforter. Within that comforter, when you read the Amplified in John 14, it tells you of so many things. He's a comforter. And then the Bible says he's an advocate. He's expanding the comforter. An advocate. He said he's an intercessor. So when you're at the place and you're mourning, you can't speak for yourself. You can't pray. But the Holy Ghost said, don't worry. I'm a comforter. I'm in charge of all these things. I will do everything for you. I will do it for you. It means a strengthener. He will strengthen you. Yeah. He's a strengthener. He is a counselor. He's a helper. And then he's a standby. When everybody else has left, Uncle Philip, the Holy Ghost will be standing by you. He will be a standby. He will stand by you. Oh, somebody put your hands together for Jesus. He will comfort you. He will stand by you. He will keep you. He will keep you. One of the things that made Job great, you know, he, he, he was talking about his greatness in Job 29. I think in verse 6, he talks about, verse 6, he said, he washed his steps with butter, isn't it? You know, he's talking about, he said, the rocks poured me out oil. He's talking about the anointing. But then he goes on to start talking about things that he does because of the anointing. Verse 7, he said that, when I went out through the gate, the city, I, when I prepared my seat in the street, verse 8, he said, the young men saw me, they hid themselves, and the agent arose and stood up. The guy was a great guy. And he's explaining why he was great. He said, in verse 9, the princes refrained talking, and uh, what ate their hand to their mouth. Verse 10, he said, the nobles held their peace. Verse 11, when the ear heard me, then it blessed me. When the eye saw me, it gave witness to me. It's like when they hear you and they are very happy. You have some nice things that you say. You are very encouraging. They just love you. It's the spirit of Elijah. It's the spirit of Isaiah that will be on you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The guy was great. He said in verse 12, he said, because I delivered the poor that cried and the fatherless and him that had none to help him. 
This was the oil that was poured from the rock. When it came upon him, this is how his life became. He was helping the poor. He was helping the fatherless. He was helping the widows. 13 says, The blessing of him that was ready to perish came upon me. And I caused the widow's heart to sing for joy. People who have lost family members, they've lost a spouse. They, I, I make them very happy. Anytime they come near me, I have the spirit that brings joy to those who are mourning. Ah. He said in verse 14, he said, I put on righteousness. It clothed me. My judgment was a rope and died. In verse 15, he said, I was eyes to the blind and feet was I to the lame. 16 says, I was a father to the poor. And the cause which I knew not, I searched. Somebody's problem, I don't know anything about it. But I want to help the person. I want to talk to the person. I want, may you receive that anointing. It will make you great. When you have time, just read Job 29. It's very beautiful. So when I wash my steps with butter... I was eyes to the blind, and the rocks poured me out oil. Oil. It's the anointing. It's the anointing. To comfort all that mourn. That's number five. To give beauty for ashes. When the anointing comes, makes you beautiful. Oh, you are very beautiful. When anointing comes, people change. I tell the ladies, don't worry about makeup, mascara, and all that. It's a waste of money and waste of time. Go for the oil. I said, go for the oil. I said, go for the oil. It will make you beautiful. This year, just be coming for the prayer meeting. As you are coming, the oil, the rock will be pouring you out oil. The rock will be pouring you out oil. The rock will be pouring you out oil. You will be beautiful. Whatever ashes has been in your life, we'll take it away. To replace it with beauty, Bible says, beautiful for situation. Whatever situation, God can make it beautiful. There was a man at the gate called Beautiful in the Bible. In Acts chapter 3. The Bible says he was a lame man and he sat at the gate called Beautiful. So he had a situation. He was sitting at a beautiful place, but his situation was not beautiful. But the Bible says one day Peter and John, they had the spirit and the anointing of Isaiah. It was upon them. And the Bible says when they arrived at the place... At the time of prayer, they saw the man and they said to the man, ask of them alms. And Peter said, look on us. Come on, shatter. He can't He lost name. And the Bible said the man lifted up his eyes, expecting to receive something. He thought they were going to give him money. But Peter said, silver and gold, I don't have. I have a certain anointing. I have a certain power. I have something in me. When I give it to you, you will rise up and walk. And the Bible says, Peter said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And the Bible says, the man who had never walked before, he started leaping. He started leaping. He started leaping. He started leaping. 
living. I see somebody here. The anointing is going to make you to live. Shout yes. Peter said to him, rise up and walk. He said, what do you mean, Peter? I have been lame since birth. And all this while people have been walking. I should walk. I need to catch up. I need to catch up. I can't be walking. So the Bible says he will walk and he will live. 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 I see you this year. You believe it. You believe it. You believe it. You believe it. Come on, keep the flourish. Because he realized that if he was going to walk, it would take a long time to catch up with the people who had gone ahead. So he will walk small, then he will leap. He will walk small, then he will leap. This year, that shall be your story. You shall be leaping and leaping and leaping. I see you catching up with the people who have gone ahead of you. And I see you overtaking in the name of Jesus. Ha. 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 Oh, it's beautiful. Beauty. May you receive something beautiful. Hey, anything on you that is not nice, may the Lord take it away. May the Lord give you beauty. He said, the oil of joy for mourning. The Bible has different types of oils. Oil of joy. Another place it says oil of gladness. You see, there's a certain invisible oil. When that oil comes upon you, it brings you joy. It brings you joy. I see somebody living here with joy. Somebody shout joy. May oil of joy come upon this family. Lord, fill them with joy. Shout joy. Oil of joy. When others are complaining, you are happy. They wonder why you are smiling all the time. <laughs> the bishop always said, then he, somebody was looking for him. They said, the man who is always smiling. They couldn't tell, they couldn't describe him. So they said, you look for anybody who is smiling always. When you see that person, that's Benny Hinn. Yeah. Some of us every day, our faces squeeze. Hmm? It's the kind of spirit that is on you. But may the spirit of Isaiah mm, Oil of joy I say oil of joy God is giving somebody joy today Oh, I say may you receive joy May every sorrow go out of your life May the joy of the Lord be your strength Receive it in the name of Jesus Ah. Then he said, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Heaviness. Because sometimes I tell you, there's another spirit. It's a type of spirit. When it's on you, it weighs you down. You see that you come to church, you want to worship. You can't join the worship. Sometimes you want to pray. You can't pray. One of the signs of the spirit of heaviness is that you lose interest in life. You are no longer interested in life and church and anything. You want to come. Mood swings. Yeah. 
you're, you're, you're moody, depressed, you know. And sometimes even in the night, you can't sleep well. You know, it's a spirit of heaviness. You lose interest in everything. You don't want to be a part of anything. You don't want it. This is it. You want to be alone and all that. You want to just, uh, I don't want to talk to anybody. Spirit of heaviness is operating. But today, I speak to every spirit of heaviness that is upon you to leave you now in the name of Jesus. Loss of zeal, loss of energy. Fedor, slow. When you're even coming to church, the way you walk and you come. It's like Charlie. Botte, like Botiano. You know, there's a place called Botiano. Just walking. But may the spirit and the anointing of Isaiah, may the spirit come upon you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Government of praise. You'll be praising the Lord. Anytime we meet you, you are singing songs of praise. You are praising the Lord. You are celebrating. You are rejoicing. Songs of praise will be in your mouth. Shout yeah. You will not be singing those songs. One day I heard somebody sing it. I think brace you something that have you heard that song before? And I said, ah, what kind of song is that? I think brace So he keeps singing such song. You see, the spirit of Isaiah is not on you. That is why you sing brace. But when the spirit of the Lord is upon you, hey, 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 you'll be singing sing for joy. To God, I swear, oh, sing for joy to God, I swear, I swear. If you call to him, if you call to him, he will answer us. If we run to him, he will run to us. If we lift our hands, he will lift
singing song. Oh, 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 Jesus, I'm so in love with you. You drive me crazy. Can't stop thinking about you. Oh, oh, Jesus, I'm so in love with you. You drive me crazy. Can't stop thinking about you. You drive me crazy. You drive me crazy. finish we will continue again please stand to your feet hallelujah put your hands together for jesus oh yes oh yes lift up your hands to the lord and just bless the lord thank him for all these things that the bible is talking about oil of joy garment of praise thank him that he's taking every spirit of heaviness from you oh bless him bless him bless him bless him Pray for the anointing of Isaiah. Let it come upon you. Let it come upon you. Let that anointing come upon you. 
will make you a great person. Will make you a great person. Make you a great person. Oh, la mosha da kote makataya. Ali amerere bruma sere Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. We worship you. We bless you. We thank you, with God. Oh, Take away your sorrows, your pain, your disappointments. He wants to give you the oil of joy, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Maybe you can see in your life that these things we are talking about, you don't experience it. It's a clear sign that the spirit of the Lord is not in your life. But today you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my heart to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to serve God all the days of my life. Today, every head bowed, all eyes closed. You want to surrender your life to Jesus? You want to say, I want to go to heaven when I die. I need Jesus. If you're here like that, just lift up your right hand wherever you are. I'm going to pray with you. Today's a good day to surrender your heart to Jesus. 
Lift it up. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. Let it go up above your head. Don't be shy. Today is a day of salvation. I see your hand at the back there. I see your hand over here. I see your hand there. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hands. If you have lifted up your hand, I need you to do one more thing for me. Kindly move out of your seat and come to me in front here. Just come. Come. Come, let's pray. God bless you. God bless you. Come from the back. God bless you. Come to the Lord. Today is the day of salvation. Come, my brother. Clap for them as they come. God bless you. God bless you. Keep clapping. Keep clapping for them. you clap for him as he comes. God bless you. Oh yes, Lord. Beautiful. Beautiful. Let's join them. We're gonna pray. Those of you in front, just lift up your two hands as a sign of surrender. And we're gonna to pray together. And I want you to repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I thank you. For shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you so much Taking a very, very important step And um, we want to pray with you and speak with you You see uh, brother waving his hand He's going to give you a book By the presiding bishop of the church The book will help you To serve God and work with God These are the things that have helped us It will help you too Amen So please follow him this way god bless you god bless you god bless you oh show your love
Blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030 7010 444. That's 030 7010 444. God richly bless you.